Lucia.org podcast coming away episode 548. Today we're going to be doing SARMs experiences, neutral ball MK677. We're going to talk about how to run this um, incredible compound, which isn't a SARM, but it's uh, sold as a SARM, of course. So, first off, what is it? Selective agonist, agonist of the Gerlin receptor and growth hormone secretatog goge. And often miscategorized as a SARM, which is selective androgen receptor monitor, but definitely not. You can definitely tell that's an agonist of the Gerlin receptor because when you go on it, as Mobster and I both know, your hunger goes absolutely crazy on it to the oh, point yeah. where it's annoying. So a lot of people like to use this um, because it's easier to use than growth hormone releasing peptides. You don't have to mix. It's easier to use. It's cheaper than human growth hormone. You don't have to yeah. inject. So you just literally you just take it down the hatch. They make it in capsules, tabs, liquids, all kinds of different formulas. So you can come on the forums. We have sources that sell it in different forms and uh, way easier than having to order, uh, you know, HGH in the mail, get it, mix it, store it, hope that it's not fake, blah, blah, blah. You'll know MK677 is legitimate because it's going to make your appetite go nuts. That's like one of the first things you'll notice on it um, so far. So a little background on Nutrivox before I bring in Mobster on this one. Being developed medically to fight growth hormone and insulin-like growth factor IGF-1 deficiencies in people of all ages. And the FDA currently classifies it as an investigational drug, and it's sitting preclinical stage, awaiting the next step as of this podcast. Not yet approved in the medical field, not yet prescribed. And um, as always, in the fitness industry, any edge that can be forsaken will be used. In this case, MK677 Nutriball has been taken over in the fitness industry, being sold by companies as research chemicals. And it's a gray area. So athletes are able to use this compound to their advantage for different reasons. So we're going to go over all the benefits on this podcast. So I'll bring up Mobster. Mobster, tell us a little bit about your thoughts so far on Nutriboy before we get into how it actually is working in the body. Right. So one of the other names, Steve, is, and I'm not going to pronounce this properly, Ibutamorin. Um, as Steve knows, and 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 currently on the forum, guys, obviously perhaps not when you're listening to this podcast, but hopefully you are around the same time. I'm currently using MK677. I will also verify, as Steve said, although funny enough, Steve, mine's calmed down, the initial use for me was... This was absolutely crazy for my appetite. I don't really have a problem eating. Steve knows from previous shows, moderate during the daytime, morning and, and lunchtime, but in the evening, I, I can easily put another one for 2,000 calories away. No problems whatsoever, Steve. And I, I it went a little bit crazy, probably for the first, I'm going to say, two to three weeks. I think I'm around uh, day 60-ish now. And... It has calmed down. I think there's also a little bit of an element of me. You don't need to keep eating, motherfucker. You're big enough already. So that, that that's definitely going on there. Uh, my specific uh, reason for using it, which we'll get into in terms of its what it does, its benefits, was 
the growth hormone boost in a seed says, and in, in the boost of growth hormone for me is tissue and or injury repair. So again, it's not me trying to get slim, uh, burn away body fat, or, or, or add pounds and pounds of muscle. Although, again, as I said, we're getting to the benefits as well. It was more about the idea, Steve, of tissue repair, injury repair. I've got a couple of tweaks that need to, to need to calm the fuck down. And I thought, right then, MK677. And specifically for the reason instead, you don't have to pin. It's a hell of a lot cheaper. And of course, and again, we'll get into this more as well, Steve. It's not suppressing my own growth hormones. So for me, that was a plus, 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 and another plus. Yeah, back to you. Just talk about why that happens, mobster. Why does the appetite go crazy on it? So one of the first things that you're going to notice when you go on as mobster, you've alluded to, is the higher appetite. So what's happening is it's mimicking the ghrelin in the body. Now, ghrelin... Graylin, you know, uh, throughout the day in a normal setting will fluctuate. It'll go up, it'll go down. So if you've ever been in a situation where you've, you're like, oh, my God, I'm starving. Oh, my God, I, I feel like I got to eat something. And then you just wait like 30 minutes and the hunger pain just goes away. What you think is hunger pain, that's that's Gerlin. And that's basically what Gerlin is. It's a neuropeptide in our central nervous system. Bodies produce in our stomachs, and it's a hormone. So when it goes up, it tells you, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I need to go get food. And that's our survival mechanism. It's true of why animals in the wild, they go hunting for food. Your cat, any of you have cats, they, you know, they'll bitch at you, I want food, I want food. Really, in reality, it's I want to go hunt. And I, you know, I'm, my, my brain is telling me I need food and this is what Nutriball is going to do for you. And it's basically works great for those who have appetite issues, which believe it or not, a lot of people still do even in, you know, today's world. Um, yeah. I can remember when I was younger, I didn't have much of an appetite. Um, and that was totally okay. Like, but it, like literally like my parents would like force me to eat, but I have no appetite. So don't force people to eat food when they don't want to. And we tell people all the time who are like 20, oh, I want to bulk, I want to bulk, eat more food. Well, in this case, you can take the Nutribowl, run it as a cycle. It will boost your appetite so you can eat. Obviously, though, you want to eat good quality, wholesome, muscle-building foods. You don't yep. want to eat pizza and Pop-Tarts and donuts and, and ice cream and, and, and you know garbage like that and Taco Bell and all this fast food crap. But you want to eat good quality, wholesome, nutritional food, and you'll put on good quality mass um, by taking advantage of this girl. And so, so, I mean, some of you out there don't have an issue with hunger. So you're like, why should I take Nutriball? Um, you know, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night eating. So we're going to talk about that later in the podcast, how to dose it, where you're not going to have to wake up in the middle of the night to eat. Um, in, in a bit. So I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead and jump out. Yeah, I know you're itching yeah, again. Yeah, I just want to jump in very quickly here, Steve. So, as Steve's alluded to in many, and I've agreed with him 100%, many of our previous podcasts, obesity is a massive issue in the modern world. And let's be honest, guys, it's, it's a combination of you're eating plenty of food uh, and you're eating crap food. Right? So that's the reality. That's modern society. However, there is a small percentage of people that come on the forums for, that, for, for which, as Steve's just also said, that eat, not eating enough is an issue. We have had... And I'm thinking five, six, five, eight, five, ten, 
individuals in terms of their height, usually men, and occasionally I think of one or two examples with women, um, where they are asking for advice on a anabolic assam or a steroid cycle. And literally, if we've had a proper look at their initial post, you read the following. And it'd be something like, I'm 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", whatever, and I weigh 130-something pounds. What steroids should I take? And sometimes they're even intelligent enough to ask for what steroids should I take to increase my appetite because they realize, listen, this is where something like this would be absolutely awesome. And we're going to get into the issues with where fat and muscle, et cetera, are going to go and how MK, MK677 works in that particular regard. But this would be great for you guys. And I mean great, seriously, for multiple reasons. But again, guys, you shouldn't be thinking of anabolic steroids if your diet is not on point. And especially if you're one of the handful of individuals, quite a low percentage, Steve, in modern society, and even in the Iron Game and on our forums, where you really, really, really need to fix your diet to eat more. And the rest of us need to eat more healthily, of course, but eat more because there's no point you have an anabolics if you cannot get the food in to allow yourself to grow. And if you're not doing that before you take an anabolic, it's not going to get much better after. So this is one of the few times where I would say, if it stimulates your appetite, you want to get this. If you're old enough to be using Psalms, if you're old enough to be using anabolics, this is a godsend for that small percentage of individuals. Back to you, Steve. Yeah, so um, again, we're guilty of not understanding how the body works. And that's, you know, it's common. I mean, when it comes to nutrition, I would say 95% of people out there don't understand nutrition. And that's that's what the food companies want. That's why the food companies constantly try to confuse people. They purposely do that. I had someone the other day tell me, this is what they told me. They said, you have to eat every two hours if you want to grow muscle. I said, no, you don't. And they argued with me. I said, again, no, you don't. There's not any scientific evidence that you have to eat every two hours to grow muscle. That's complete bullshit. But yeah. again, because the food companies put out the information and farmers have such a stranglehold on the government that even the government puts out information that's wrong. Um, and, and that's what causes a lot of confusion. So here's, here's the thing that's going to really, really upset a lot of people when I say this is that increasing ghrelin is not what you think. It's not, doesn't mean you're just going to eat yourself to death and put on a bunch of body fat and end up 500 pounds on Nutriball. That's not the way it works because Nutriball, when you increase ghrelin, it changes the way energy spreads around the body. So your fat becomes metabolized differently in the first place. So really, when you're on MK677, you're eating all this good quality food and you're noticing, oh my God, I'm not gaining body fat because it's actually blocking obesity from occurring in the first place. So we've seen evidence on MK677 of people who are on the verge of type 2 diabetes go on MK677 and actually reverse it while you're on it. So that's really, really cool. And that's just the way the mechanisms in our body work. So it's not that ghrelin is our enemy. It's that people out there, they're like, oh my God, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. When they're not really hungry, that's not hunger. That's actually just an addiction to food. It's a habitual thing where I got, I go and like count up the number of times 
you go put a clicker on your refrigerator and count out the number of times that you're home on the weekend on a Saturday or a Sunday and you're watching football, how many times you go to your fridge to open the fridge and click it. And you'll be amazed at how many times you go to your fridge to open it. It becomes a habitual thing. I open the fridge, what's in the fridge to eat. I eat it. So it becomes a habitual thing, but it's not Gerlin that, that you can just point to and say, yeah, yeah, it's Gerlin. Why I got to shut down my Gerlin. No, actually it's the opposite. Actually, when you raise Gerlin, it's a good thing in the body. So when you when you do like long-term fasting, you figure this stuff out because when you do long-term fasting, ghrelin levels do mess with your brain and tell you, oh my God, I got to go eat. I got to go find. It's really, it's out there to tell your body to go find food. It's a survival mechanism that human beings needed. Otherwise, human beings, our ancestors would have just basically whittled to nothing and died of starvation. But because ghrelin is there, it told them, go hunt for food, go gather food go find food. It was kind of a motivator to do that. So in this case, definitely use it to your advantage and don't look at it as a bad thing. Don't, don't think of it. Oh, I'm not going to use Nutriball. It's going to make me hungry all the time. Don't have that negative attitude. Have a glass half full attitude and you'll actually figure out I'm actually eating more on Nutriball, but I'm actually losing body fat. It, it, it really is amazing. So the second, the next way we're going to talk about with Nutriball is the way it works. It, it adds uh, insulin growth hormone, uh, growth factor one, IGF one, and growth hormone. So it adds to your existing in your body. It's not going to shut down those hormones like you would if you were to inject exogenous hormones in your body. So it's not going to shut down growth hormones. It's not going to shut down IGF one. It's not going to shut down testosterone. It's not going to shut down androgens, any type of androgenic effect in the body. It's going to add to it. So it does not increase estrogen. It does not increase cortisol or any other muscle wasting hormones in our body. So that's a good thing too. So you're going to get a good effect while you're on it. And you're also going to get a, get a good effect when you come off of it because you're not going to be suppressed or shut down. So this is another big appeal of Nutriball MK677 is that it won't shut you down. Anabolic steroids will shut you down. You take testosterone, it will shut you down. Nutriball will not. It's not going to, even though it does affect certain hormones, it's not going to cause suppression of hormones. So when you come off, you don't need a post-cycle therapy, if that makes sense. All right. So next thing we're going to talk about, about comparing it with peptides. Now, look, there's peptides out there. There's, uh, you know, the, all the GHRPs, the HRHs out there. And I've talked about it earlier. You don't have to mix. You don't have to store. You don't have to inject with Nutriball. And then also with peptides, a lot of them are fake. A lot of them are underdosed. A lot of them have, they might be 50% of what you think it is and 50% of something else. I have no idea. Any type of powder they'll put in there. Um, so, you know, MK677, you don't have to worry about that because if you're getting it from a legitimate source, it's going to be what 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 they're selling. You don't have to worry about you know, I'm injecting God knows what into my body. So it's not going to be the case in this. So really, really nice uh, product. And if you're going to compare it to taking peptides and going through all the trouble of mixing peptides, then I don't see the point of using peptides. Might as well just use MK677. Right, Mobster? You have any thought on that? Yeah, 100%, Steve. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. You're allowing a product like MK677 to boost natural production rather than take 
the the what it boosts in from outside quite simply and that is we've talked about optimizing the body on previous podcasts we covered it a little bit in in what steve talks about with fasting when you quote unquote reset steve and gut health and so on and so forth so what you're doing fasting's not there's no hormones there's no drugs whatsoever and yet the body repairs itself the body the gut gets better and just in that particular example so any time that we can use something like mk677 that makes the body produce more naturally and it doesn't sort of drop off when you come off the product is is a plus in our books Steve, 100 so we definitely want something like this and this is why it's great i want to talk about a little bit of the the benefits here steve the the and i've touched on it earlier on for my own particular use but there are others as well so like i said earlier my issue is specifically i'm thinking of my shoulder issue steve so i want something that's going to help my body produce more growth hormone to help the injury recover quicker to 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 repair the tissue to repair the bone to reduce the inflammation in the area and growth hormone is a great example of something that does that what you're also looking at here uh, and I'll, I'll quote a specific here steve sleep i think steve steve uses a phrase harder sleep what he really means is more restful sleep, deeper sleep. There are, I mean, we could get into the specifics, but there are, I think it's the alpha, the beta, and, and whatever. And essentially, one is the one when you have rapid eye movement, when you're not really resting. Uh, and, and the other kind is the deeper sleep, when your body completely calms down. It's when hormones are released into the body. It's when repairs takes place. But it's essentially when the brain slows down as much as it's possible to do, and, you'll be, and you will feel more rested. When Steve talks about harder sleep, sometimes what he means is, you you, you know, a lot of, and I'm an older guy, Steve, as, as I mean, you're 40 plus, I'm 50 plus. So what's really annoying, right, is if when we were younger, the, the, we was able to do four hours, five hours, go out clubbing, go to a party, get four hours sleep, wake up, go to work, put four days working. If I did that now, I'd be hanging. I wouldn't be hanging. I'd, be, I'd feel rotten, et cetera. And one of the issues that happens with being a big motherfucker with a small degree of sleep apnea, literally the bigger you are, the harder it is to sleep and get comfortable. It's also, that, again, as an older person, even without being the size that I am, I'm more likely to toss and turn, I'm more likely to wake up multiple times, even if it's just for a minute or two, get comfortable and go back to sleep again. So the, the biggest issue, and this applies whether you have four hours or 10 hours, is you want to wake up rested. And this is what Steve means when he says harder sleep. So that deeper sleep, for longer periods of time, even if you're only getting six or seven hours of a night instead of eight, nine or ten hours, will mean that you will feel more rested. And of course, as we just said, it's when the body repairs itself. So you will feel better with less. If you still are able to get a good eight hours or whatever it is, sleep of a night, you will feel even more rested. And of course, you're allowing the body to repair itself more than it was doing before while you're asleep, Steve. What about you? What, is there any other benefits we can think of? Well, so overall, you're going to notice when you're on it, um, you know, you pretty much covered, but a lot of people like to use it for all those properties. So, I mean, the injury repair, the recovery, the harder sleep, you'll notice you need less sleep on Nutribowl because you're sleeping harder. So instead of needing eight hours of sleep, you only need like seven or instead of needing, you know, six, seven hours of sleep, you need five or six. Go ahead. I can think of one, one or two more ones here, Steve. And that's funny enough. Sorry, the pre-show research for Nutribowl. One was a mild 
not not significant, guys. It's not crazy. It's not the same as I'd get on Debo or, or testosterone, but a small but significant, statistically speaking, lean man muscle mass gain. This might only be one or two pounds. I'm not looking to gain more weight. I'm not looking to add on more muscle. But if a product like MK677 gives me another couple of pounds of muscle tissue, I'll fucking take it, guys. And the other one is, and which is another great thing for me in a minute, Steve knows from podcasts we recorded yesterday, I've actually got a little bit stronger. So I'll give you two examples very quickly, Steve. So right now, uh, the last cycle I did, I've done this for the last three years on the trot. I'm trying to bench press 170 kilos. Off the top of my head, I think it's 350-something pounds. 57, 58, and this year would be 59. I think I've done it uh, three times in the last three years. So 56, 57, 58. Those have all been with small, short, oral anabolic cycles, about eight weeks. I think a couple were four weeks, just enough to boost me from 160 to 170 kilograms. Um, I'm taking MK677 right now, Steve. I'm on nothing else, no anabolics, no other SARMs, nothing that's increasing my androgen levels, none, nothing specifically anabolic in any way, means, or form. And I think uh, this Friday I'm looking to do 165 kilos. And I said to my training buddies, etc., that I'm all I'm on is MK677. I think I can actually hit 170 kilos with no anabolics. And then I'm going to introduce just for a few weeks, probably four weeks, a little bit of D-ball, Steve, and try to get back to something I haven't done for 15, 20, I think probably 10, 15 years, which was 180 kilos, 400-pound bench press, uh, when I didn't think I was able to do a 400-pound bench press anymore. So that, for me, is a massive, massive plus. Something else as well, briefly, endurance athletes say that they see a boost in their running times. And I think that's a little bit of strength. They're pushing harder into the floor and they're, 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 they're opening up their the, um, stride a little bit more with the power that they've seen, small strength increase. And it's just giving them a small boost in their running times as well. So that's, a, honestly, guy, this this is dead easy to take, one bill a day, uh, low dosage, and, uh, you know, fantastic. I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of it, Steve. I mean, you know I'm a big fan of orals and certain forms of testosterone. MK677 for me has been incredibly successful. And I am, I'm really, really happy with what I'm doing right now. Back to you. So let's talk about how to use it. So, um, look, at the end of the day, um, I don't think it needs to be used. Like a lot of people say it needs to be used at least like six months or four months or a year or whatever. I, I don't I don't think I think I think that's that's wrong because Mobster, you've only been on it. For how long now? And you're already getting okay. benefits. I've never ran it longer than 12 weeks and I've gotten benefits from it. So I don't see the 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 logic in, in running it like a year. And you know, you can do that because it's non-hormonal, but I mean you don't have to run it a year or six months. You can literally run it for a month and get all these benefits that we talked about. Now, are you gonna get the fat loss benefits in a month that you would get if you ran it two months or three months? No. But you are going to get some benefits, so it's it's going to be good. So, uh, Monster, chime in on that. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, right. So, uh, me and Steve was talking about this on a pre-show. Rather than get you on a pre-show and kind of wear ourselves out as far as the topic is concerned, we said, no, 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 let's save it for the podcast. And I agree. Right. So, there are articles on the forum uh, that talk about sixteen weeks, and there are articles as Steve said talking about six months. 
or, or even longer, right? And I get what the, the logic The logic is because it's boosting your growth hormone. Arguably, growth hormone, the longer you're on, the better, especially if it's at a low dose, two, two, and, two, two and a half IUs a day. So I saw that logic and I understood it. Equally, it is, as I've said, even though it's not an anabolic, there is a mild anabolic effect, right? So we've got no suppression, but in terms of strength, for example, you can't keep pushing your strength higher and higher and higher because at some point you're risking injuries. And, of course, what we're actually, in my case, we're trying to take MK677 to repair injuries. So it's that kind of balance. So I would argue, I would go back on fourth with Steve on this. So, for, for example, and I think Steve would agree on this, for me, the, the recommended dose is typically, and it can be used for less, I know that people do, and, and the article that we're referring to as we do this podcast suggests less as well. But 25 milligrams a day is right on point. Do I see myself using it for six months or a year? No. And, and I will go with that. I do see myself, Steve, maybe going out the 12 to 16 weeks. I'm on about day 60 in a minute. So off the top of my head, what's that? Seven weeks, eight weeks? Um, I can see me going out to the 16 weeks. And, I, and, and those of you that follow us on the forum know, that, for example, with cycles, I've only done uh, uh, anabolic cycles for 16 weeks once, and I hated it. I didn't like to be on that long. It was because I've done two competitions. It was very wearing on the body and so on and so forth in my own personal experience. So again, with something like this, I could see me doing 16 weeks off for 16 weeks and then back on at the end of the year, Steve. That would work for me. Uh, on for a year, six months? No, I don't think so. I agree with that. So I, Steve and I might argue the difference between 12, 10 weeks and 16 weeks, 12 weeks and 16 weeks. But it's literally that kind of thing with back and forth with personal experiences, how we're responding, the results we get, and so on and so forth. What do you think about the dosing, Steve? And would you cycle it with anything else, just as a personal thing? So 12 and a half milligrams to 50 milligrams a day max is all I would run as a male. Females, you can run a little less than that. Um, both, you know, females and males, safe to use uh, since it is non-hormonal. Um, average dosage usually is 25 milligrams, somewhere in there. What are you using right now, Monster? What's your dose? Yeah, 25, 25 milligrams, Steve. I'm doing that once yeah. a day. But again, and I reference this as well, you can do that in one sitting, uh, although twice a day, as per the article, is ideal, with the half-life is only six hours. But of course, in those six hours, and here's another quick one for you guys, uh, again, with regards to both sleep and all the hunger, hunger issues. I think the Steve can touch on that as well again. I take it late in the day if I can, Steve. I was taking it first thing in the morning, but that was that was my appetite was going crazy. It's calmed down, but again, if you have that problem and it continues, take it later in the day. I can't. Most of you, should if you've got better sleep, you shouldn't be getting up in the middle of the night to go and get your wife to make you a sandwich, Steve. So yeah, it's just stuff like that. But for me, twenty-five yeah. milligrams a day is fine. Yeah, I, I ran it at twenty-five milligrams, and I got I got all the benefits. But some people will run it higher. If you want to bulk. Rad 140 is a really good SARM to use with it. If you want to cut GW, 20 milligrams a day, works really good with it. And you can stack it with just about any SARM, any steroid. You know, you could stack it with human growth hormone if you want. You could stack it with, with, with GHRPs if you want. You could stack it across the board. So it stacks really well with just about anything. just depends on your goal. So you can bulk with it. You can cut with it. You can gain strength. You can gain lean muscle. You can you can bodybuild, you can power lift on it. There's a lot of different things you can do with it. 
Um, uh, you know, one of the things you could do, you could stack it with Prima Bone if you want. If you want to do a bodybuilding uh, cycle, do 12 weeks of Primo and MK677. Add in some testosterone to that. That'd be a really good bodybuilder stack. Eat clean on it, good quality whole foods. And yes. you could tra really transform your physique on that. It'd be really, really good. Um, another one you could do too, Anovar. If you want a fat loss, you could stack Anovar with it or T-Bowl. I think it would be really, really good. Um, so it's a really, really good option. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye on it. Uh, come on the forums, do a log on it. And I, I would love to, to see some of the some of the benefits. I think it's a little overrated when it comes to injury repair. Hmm. Um, but since it is doing these mechanisms of action, it is going to help with that. But it's not going to be like a miracle thing. Like right? You're not going to yeah. cure a herniated disc on no, 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 no. It will yeah. speed up recovery, I would say. That's that's yeah. what it let, me, let me jump in as a finisher here, Steve. So yeah, finish it up, yeah. If, if you've got a major injury, forget it. We're not talking about major injury here. You're not gonna you're not gonna repair a torn bicep on it. I will also add um very quickly here, Steve, who shouldn't use it? Okay, so older the better, guys. Typically with Psalms, we're okay, a little under 25. So as a recommendation. A preference is for under 21 not to use it. If you're a tested athlete, you may well find the federation, organization, whatever you're doing, especially if they're following weighted testing, make sure, double check, ask who you need to ask. It may be on your band list. And there's a quite a possibility you might get tested for it and get caught out. Um, otherwise, yeah, I actually think, again, if for, for minor injuries, for ongoing stuff, my, my shoulder is more a question of uh, being frozen. So the pain and discomforts come right down. The range of movement's improving. And it's just one of those things I've got to be patient about, but I'm trying to sort of tweak it along. It's like using a good oil on your car, Steve, uh, rather than a low-quality grade stuff, and just to improve the performance. And that's what we're looking at here. A little bit stronger, a tiny bit more muscular, a little bit of tissue repair, better sleep, and it works without suppression. So for me, that makes it ideal. Uh, and again, of what it is, not crazy priced either. So that's even better, guys. It's not, you know, you're not spending hundreds of dollars here as you would if you were doing a growth hormone cycle. It's a lot cheaper than a growth hormone cycle. And again, always, always, always use an approved source. Like Steve says, come on the forums. Make sure you check with us and uh, ask all the right questions and we'll help you out in that particular regards. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. A podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.